I just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> To our podcast true crimes and story times i'm michelle i'm michelle no you're not <laughs> i'm kirsten she's trying to do what i do i know can't do it like me i'm just kidding i know anyways i'm back with story time pew, pew. and um excuse my voice because i've been kind of sick lately no it's not covid but just the sniffles yeah just kind of the summer cold you know also the weather is changing and my allergies are starting to kind of act up so Mm -hmm. if my voice sounds kind of funny sorry about that but it is what it is man there ain't nothing i can do about it it is what it is um so today in honor of spooky season Mm -hmm. since i don't have story time in october i decided i'm gonna cover the history of vampires today sounds good and my next few story times will be like Halloween spooky based. I mean, all of our story times are spooky based, but this more is geared toward toward Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's my favorite, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you haven't, please give us a rating or review. Subscribe to us. Um, if you have any stories of your own or any case suggestions or things you want us to rec- to cover, not recover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> things you want us to cover is send us an email at tcstpod at gmail.com and we'll put it in the description too mm-hmm. so let's get into it history right. of vampires let's go so the word vampire was spelled as v-a-m-p-y-r-e mm-hmm. and it first appeared in english in 1732 dang there were news reports about vampire epidemics in eastern europe which we'll talk about a little more at the end mm-hmm. Vampires had already been discussed in French and German literature. So, in 1718, officials started to note the local practice of exhuming bodies and, quote, killing vampires. Okay. So, these reports received widespread publicity between um, 1725-1732. Okay. So, the English term vampire was to derived from the german vampire and that derived in the early 18th century from the serbian vampire so it goes from different cultures there's different things in different cultures not everything is the same Mm -hmm. some cultures believe one thing other cultures believe another right it's all in different forms Mm -hmm. but basically they all thought of vampires Mm -hmm. so cultures such as mesopotamians hebrews ancient greeks manipuri and the romans had tales of demons and spirits which are considered precursors to modern civilizations. Okay. So the occurrence of vampiric creatures in these ancient civilizations pretty much originated from 18th century southeastern Europe. And it started when verbal traditions of many ethnic groups were recorded and published. Vampires are actually supposed to be dead versions of evil beings, suicide victims, or witches. Okay. So, like, once they die, they become vampires if you do these things. Mm -hmm. I don't know why suicide is on there. I think 
It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's just odd to me, but. Mm -hmm. So, vampires could also be created. I think we know that, but. A malevolent spirit would possess a corpse, or obviously, if you were bitten by a vampire, you became one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone knows that. Yeah. So, vampire lore was so rampant in some areas, it caused, like, mass hysteria. Like, you know, like, almost relatable to Salem witch trials and, like, any of the witch trials. Like, there was mass hysteria. Like, people were so laser-focused on getting witches. It was basically the same idea, Mm -hmm. except for with vampires. And it was mostly dead corpses, I believe, that this was affecting. Like, it wasn't people who were alive, necessarily. But the people that they did assume were vampires that were alive were publicly executed. Okay. So as far as vampires' appearances go, there are some ways they are supposed to look. Mm -hmm. And this was odd to me, but they were usually reported as bloated and also had, like, were, like, dark. Like, their skin was dark in color, Mm -hmm. which, for what we know now from modern times, they're pale. And, like, skinny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this was apparently because of the blood-drinking aspect. Like, they would assume that vampires drink so much blood, so they would be so inflated. Right. So, they would even drink so much blood that it would leak from their pores. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. It could also see it from their noses, their ears, their mouths, and apparently if you had a penis, it could see from that too. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what the heck? I'm glad I don't have one of those. Right. And also keep in mind, guys, that this is just a broad overview. Um, I was thinking about maybe we could do more of a deep dive if you guys really wanted it on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. So sometimes these corpses would seep so much blood that their corpse would be found in a swimming pool of blood sitting in the bottom of their coffins. What? But we all know that when corpses die, they mm-hmm. release any fluid that they have inside. Let me just say this. I found this out, like, last week. When you die, like, your fat, like, turns to liquid and, like, mm-hmm. seeps out of your body and turns yeah. to grease. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's why John Wayne Gacy put rags in the boy's mouth that he put in his cross space. So Could when they leaked, they wouldn't leak under his house. That's That was crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you'd literally liquefy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, when you decompose. Yeah. That's, like, part of the decomposition process. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think about that. I literally love how, like, every time something is brought up and you're like, dude, I just found this out. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no. But I just think it's funny that you find all these things out and I already like know. It, like, that it makes sense. That just shows how much of a creep I am, I guess. Like, it makes sense. I just, like, never thought about that. Like, yeah. all the fat on your body just right. turns to liquid and yeah. just, just seeps out of your orifices. Mm-hmm. So, that's part of the reason why they were found mm-hmm. in a pool of blood. It was probably more than just blood. Yeah. I'm sure it was other things. Yeah. Um... So, the corpses would also be, like, in a linen shroud when they were buried, right? Mm-hmm. But when they would open the coffin, the linen shroud would be chewed. So, they're like... Weird. Whoa. And people would also say it was possible to hear the vampires chewing in their graves. Ugh. Like, it was so loud. Like, you could hear it Gross. while you're in the cemetery. I don't like that. But actually, modern scholars would say that this sound would later be evidence of live burials. Oh, no. 
So, like, they would think people were dead, so they would bury them. And that's really them just, like, trying to get out of their coffin. Yep. that's what they hear. They would wake up and have nothing to eat but their shroud. So, they would eat their shroud, their clothing, Mm -hmm. or, like, even themselves. That's... Yikes. Yeah. I can't imagine. That's, like, one of my biggest fears. Things were actually not a feature at this time, but the person's left eye, apparently, would always be open. Weird. So, you open the coffin and they're like... Winking at you. What the hell? Sleep with one eye open. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Jeez. (laughs) Even in the afterlife. Yeah. So, generally, vampires would be undead, but some folk tales or folklore spoke of them as living beings, (laughs) even though technically they rose from the dead and they're supposed to be dead, but living, you know? Weird. Yeah. So, in Slavic and Chinese traditions, any corpse that was jumped over by an animal, more so a dog or cat, could possibly become undead what yeah so if your corpse was just laying there and it was jumped over by a cat or something like you could possibly become become undead or like a vampire or something that's interesting yeah so a body with a wound that wasn't treated with boiling water was also at risk for becoming a vampire which really they were just at risk for infection yeah so i assume that like if they didn't get treated and they got infected right the skin around that infection starts to turn that dark purple so maybe so they, they thought they're gonna turn into a vampire yep in russian folklore vampires were once witches or people who had rebelled against the russian orthodox church while they were alive nice so we know in modern works when a vampire bites a person they become a vampire and then they become immortal right mm-hmm. and they also have the ability to sire a human I know about this. <laughs> <laughs> and this version of a vampire will be depicted in Anne Rice's movie, Interview with a Vampire, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Honestly, I should do a movie recap on it. I was thinking more of, you know, Vampire Diaries? Yeah, I know you when were. When they would You were people. thinking about Ian Som and Holder. <laughs> Sommer Holder. Fucking Damon. I know. I, I would be sired to Damon. I could be sired to Damon. Yeah, I know. I you asked me to make care. you a cup, and I did. You're welcome. Thanks. Even though I was kind of cringing. <laughs> Love you, though. Thanks. Okay, so how did people prevent people from turning into vampires? Well, Garlic, of course. People started burying the corpses upside down. That makes sense. They would also place... Place? Place. <laughs> it's because the next word is scythe. Mm-hmm. They would also place scythes or sickles near the grave to satisfy any demons entering the body. Interesting. So, or they would do it to appease the dead, so it wouldn't want to arise from the coffin. Okay. And this actually resembles some ancient Greek practices, so. Okay. They would place an obelisk in the corpse's mouth to pay toll to cross the river Styx into the underworld, right? So, basically, the scythe was essentially the same thing Mm -hmm. but it actually had been argued that this could have been to ward off the evil spirits entering the body thus influencing the vampire lore so another way they would try to prevent people from coming vampire becoming vampires was they would place a wax cross and piece of pottery with the inscription jesus christ conquers with the corpse okay so basically trying to ward off the evil spirits again Mm mm-hmm they would also sever the tendons at the knees, Ugh. so, like, they couldn't walk. Yikes. So, they couldn't rise. hmm They would also place poppy seeds, millet, or sand on the ground of the grave of the person who they thought had become a vampire. So. Okay. 
and this was supposed to keep the vampire occupied all night because they would be too busy counting the grains. I'm sure that's what the vampires would be doing. So basically they're saying that these vampires have OCD. Yeah. Chinese narrative said that if a vampire came across a bag of rice, it would have to count every grain. Okay. So these vampires also, yeah, have OCD. Yeah, apparently. apparently. So how would you go about identifying a vampire? How do we know who's a vampire and who's not? I don't know. I'm sure you're going to tell me. So one ritual I found is you have to find the vampire's grave first, Mm -hmm. right? And how you do that is you lead a virgin boy through a grave or church grounds on a virgin stallion. So they both have to be pure. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So the horse would stop or make sounds at the grave that they thought the vampire was in. Okay. And usually a black horse was used for this, but in Albania it is required to be white. Interesting. So different cultures, different things, like mm-hmm. I said in the beginning. So, holes appearing in the dirt above the grave also indicated that the corpse turned to a vampire, which, more than likely, it was actually people beating on the graves while they're buried alive, and it just caused holes because the dirt was going in their casket, you know? Mm -hmm. So, corpses that didn't look as decayed were thought to be vampires. Okay. This is because they looked healthier. They just still kind of looked almost normal, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, in some cases, when they would exhume the body, the corpse would have fresh blood from their victim all over its face, Mm -hmm. which in reality, I think we know, it's just their own blood. Yeah. So, if cattle, sheep, relatives, or neighbors started to go missing, people would automatically think, oh, there's an active vampire. Interesting. And it was also thought the vampires had mild poltergeist abilities. Okay. They could hurl stones on roofs move household objects, or press on people in their sleep, like the incubus mm-hmm. and the succubus. Um, what I really thought that was was, like, just people having sleep paralysis. They needed an excuse. They needed something to pin it on. Yeah. So, how do you protect yourself from a vampire, Kirsten? Do you know? Garlic. That is one thing. You are right. That's just, like, the main one. Yeah, that's the one that everybody knows. Yeah. So, the exact term for an item that wards off the undead is called a apotropiac. Also, garlic, like you said. A branch of wild rose and hawthorn is also said to harm vampires. Mustard seeds on the roof of a house was also said to keep them away. Okay. I don't know what these mustard seeds got in them, but they working. (laughs) They're working. People also used crucifixes, rosaries, and holy water to keep them away as well. Vampires are not able to walk on consecrated ground, like churches or temples. Right. So, that's a protected place. And they can't cross running water. What is it in Vampire Diaries that the vampires can't touch? I don't remember. It, like, it burns them. Is it iron or something? No, I don't know. I can't somebody tell me somebody send us a message i can't I remember what it's called no it's like a liquid oh because remember that one scene is it holy water no they would like put it on ropes oh what's the plant what's the plant it's not wolfsbane that's no, because from, that's for- that's from teen wolf well, don't they do that in Vampire Diaries too? They might, but that's not what I'm thinking of. It's, uh... I'm about to look it up because it's going to drive me nuts. No, I got this. Oh, 
For vain. For vain. Boom. That's you what didn't it even is. have to do it, bro. Okay. <laughs> for vain. Yes. I knew. I, I knew what it was. So, um, mirrors have also been used to ward off vampires. Mm-hmm. They're typically put on a door and faced outwards. Okay. So, in some cultures, though, vampires cannot see themselves in the mirror because they do not have a reflection. Right. So, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And why do they not see a reflection in some of these cultures? Because they don't have a soul. Right. So other traditions say that vampires can't enter a house without being invited in by the owner. Another. That's another thing. modern take. Yep. So after that first invitation, though, they can come in and out as they please. They don't right. need an invitation anymore. Right. So even though folkloric vampires were believed to be more active at night, they were not generally considered vulnerable to sunlight. Mm-hmm. So they didn't think it mattered. So another sure way of protecting yourself is once a vampire's grave was identified, they would eat baked bread with the vampire's blood mixed in the flour. Nice. So they were taking a deceased person's blood. Mixing it with the dough. And eating it. Gross. Basically cannibalism. Basically. So, this was just for possible protection. This wasn't even necessarily a sure way of protecting yourself. It was like, maybe this will work. Yeah. Other stories said that if you ate the dirt from the vampire's grave, it would essentially do the same thing. So, they're out here eating deceased people's blood and And dirt. dirt. (laughs) So, how do you kill a vampire? Staking Mm -hmm. was the most common way to destroy a vampire, which is also depicted in modern takes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, ash wood was the preferred wood in Russia and Baltic states, hawthorn wood in Serbia, and a record of oak in Silesia. Mm-hmm. So aspen wood was also used for stakes, and it is also believed that Christ's cross was made from aspen. Nice. So I think that was more of like a religious view of it. Mm-hmm. They would also put aspen branches on suspected vampires' graves so they would not rise at night. Okay. And vampires, as we know, were often staked through the heart. Mm-hmm. In Russia and northern Germany, though, they were staked through the mouth. Interesting. And in northeastern Serbia, they were staked through the stomach. Nice. So when they did stake these vampires, they pierced the skin, and it just kind of deflated the vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, they would also bury sickles or sharp objects with the vampire, kind of how we talked about earlier. But they buried them with them, not on their grave, to Mm -hmm. penetrate the skin. Because if the body bloats, like, it starts to turn into a vampire. That's Mm -hmm. what they think. Yeah. Decapitation was the preferred method in German and Western Slavic areas. Okay. They would bury the head between the feet, behind the butt, or just away from the body in general. Weird spots. I don't know what's up with that. Behind the butt? Behind the butt. That's specifically what it said. Behind the booty. Mm-hmm. So they would also spike the vampire's head, body, or clothes to the earth to prevent them from rising. Mm-hmm. Um, Romani people drove steel or iron needles into the corpse's heart and placed bits of steel into the mouth, over the eyes, ears, and in between the fingers at times of burial. They would also place hawthorn in the corpse's sock or drove a hawthorn stake in the leg. Hmm. Um, there was a 16th century burial near Venice where there was a brick force into the mouth of a woman's corpse. And they think this was a vampire slaying ritual. And it was discovered in 2006 by archaeologists. Nice. Yeah, so they shoved a whole brick, brick in her mouth. Yikes. 
um, in Bulgaria, there were over a hundred skeletons discovered with metal objects embedded in the torso. Yikes. Yeah. They would also pour boiling water over the grave. Remember how they would pour boiling water on the wounds? Mm-hmm. Or even just incinerate the body completely. They're like, nope. We're Free just- made it. Yep. So in the Balkans, they could kill a vampire by shooting it drowning it by repeating the funeral service nice by sprinkling holy water on the body or by exorcism okay i just thought (laughs) repeating the funeral service was kind of funny like just doing it again yeah it's gonna solve the problem right in romania garlic could be placed in its mouth okay as early as the 19th century the precaution of shooting a bullet through a coffin was done so they just shot a bullet through every coffin they're just like we're making sure you're dead no vampires allowed. No live burials either at that point. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure there were, but I'm just saying, like, if you shoot the coffin, they're obviously dead. Yeah. For cases where the people's efforts did not work, they would dismember the bodies, burn the pieces, then mix the ashes with water, and then the family members would drink it as a cure. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. So, in Saxon regions of Germany, a lemon was placed in its in the mouth of suspected vampires nice um tales of supernatural beings consuming blood or flesh of the living have been found in nearly every culture around the world for many centuries so this is nothing new Mm -hmm. the term vampire didn't actually exist in ancient times so Hmm. blood drinking eating human flesh and other things was actually thought to be done by demons or even the devil Hmm. so it wasn't depicted as a vampire. It was depicted as a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, the devil was basically considered a synonym with vampire. Okay. Same same deal. The Persians were one of the first civil- civilizations to have tales of blood-drinking demons and even depicted it on excavated pottery shards. Ancient Babylonia and Assyria had tales of the mythical Lilithu or Lilith, which some people believe she was the first woman, not Eve. Oh, okay. Um, she was considered a demon and was often depicted as subsisting on the blood of babies. Oh, yikes. A lot of myths about vampires originated during the medieval period. During the 18th century, there was a frenzy of vampire sightings in Eastern Europe. So much so, the government officials participated in the hunting and staking of vampires. <laughs> and even though this was considered the Age of Enlightenment, the belief in vampires increased dramatically, while other folkloric beliefs were almost forgotten. And then this caused mass hysteria throughout Europe. The panic actually began with the outbreak of alleged vampire attacks in East Prussia in 1721 and in Habsburg monarchy from 1725 to 1734. Remember earlier when I said that was like the main thing? Mm-hmm. So, there were two infamous cases which were thought to be vampires, and they were the first to be reported ever. Mm -hmm. This involved the corpses of two men. Okay. So, the first man was reported to have died at age 62, which I feel like that's pretty old for the time. Yeah. I feel like like people used to die at a pretty young age. 62 is pretty old. Back then. Mm -hmm. Like, now that's pretty normal, but, you know, people, I feel like... The farther and farther we get in time, the longer people are living. True. So, I feel like that is pretty old for that time. Mm-hmm. So, he allegedly returned after his death 
and asked his son for food. Nice. The son refused, and then his son was found dead the following day. Oh. It is thought that he also returned and attacked some of the neighbors, who were reported to have died from loss of blood. Like he drank it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the other man was an ex-soldier who turned farmer. Okay. He was attacked by a vampire years before he died. And he died while haying, which is like those big bales of hay. I mean, Mm -hmm. we live in Indiana, so we see that stuff all the time. Yeah. You could literally drive like 10 miles out of town and see some hay bales somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, So he he died while doing that. I mean, they're pretty heavy. They could probably crush you. Yeah. After his death, other people began to die in the area, and it is believed he returned to prey on his neighbors. Okay. Another infamous case was a Serbian vampire legend, and it recounts the story of Sava Savanovic, who lives in a water mill, and they killed and drink blood from the millers that worked there. Hmm. So that was just another infamous case, but the first two incidents that I talked about were very well documented. I mean, crazy. Mm-hmm. For that time, especially. Yeah. So, government officials examined the bodies, wrote case reports, and even published books throughout Europe, and the hysteria was called the 18th century vampire controversy, which is a long name. That is a long name. But that's pretty much all I got. That's interesting. I mean, we know modern depictions of vampires. Fangs, pale, can't go out in the sun, no garlic. Steak through the heart. Can't eat regular food. Right. Might have sparkly skin. I don't know. That's only Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) Runs fast. Runs fast. Yeah. Um, Can jump super high. Some some vampires can convince other people to do things without them knowing. Mm -hmm. Like saying you're not going to remember. Like a lot of humans don't remember Mm -hmm. being compulsed or whatever. Compulsion, yeah. If you're from a Twilight fan, they can read minds and change mm-hmm. moods. And so, th- some of them do have, like, technically poltergeist capabilities. Yeah. So. But these are all based on, based on true events. hmm But changed over time. Yeah, I mean. To fit the narrative. Basically. Well. Not necessarily real vampires. No. But. but- they actually be. believed they were right at the time right? right and now we read this stuff and we're like and it's changed. no we know that the bodies were probably just very bloated because that's what happens when you go into decomposition right. you bloat and it's just changed over the course of almost 300 years mm-hmm. into what we know now right of vampires well vampires vampires yeah. depends on if you believe it or not right it's hard. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. It's hard that. to believe that there are actually vampires out there. Yeah. I mean, or is the government covering it up? We'll never know. They do do that a lot. They do do. They do do. I didn't mean to say do do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to my rambling. That was Maybe, a good one. Um, we'll go into a deeper dive for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. I feel like deeper dives are cool. Yeah. But we'll, um, sa- we'll save those for the Patreon, so if you guys really want to hear those. Yeah. Our Patreon is not up yet. We're keeping it down for the time being while we update tiers, options. Um, we're still we're getting everything kind of reorganized. We need to revamped. brainstorm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we've changed a lot since we first started so it's been almost a year so we're kind of going through and like trying to improve ourselves trying mm-hmm. to improve our platforms mm-hmm. improve the options for the want. patreon too mm-hmm. like what would be available on there like things like that so. if you guys have any ideas for anything mm-hmm. um you can send us an email or dm us on any of our socials those are always open of yep. some things maybe you would like to see for the patreon mm-hmm. or a case you guys have or stories you want us to cover mm-hmm. we're always open to suggestions we're still you know learning yep and getting into our groove so anything helps any constructive criticism helps yep and um don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on all of our socials we'll see you next time see you later